on Dasher, on Dancer, on Prancer, on Donner, on Dimpy, on Thuner, on Poofer, on Snooter. We watched We Sing, The Best Christmas Ever, which means it's time for another Portland at the Movies. In a world, in a time, in a land of eternal beauty, all that stands between a city and a disaster, in a city where anything can happen, if you thought you had seen it all. Christmas Day will soon be here and I can hardly wait. Great, everybody now grab a Christmas ball. Hello and welcome to another episode of Portland at the Movies. My name is Todd Worko and I'm joined as always with, by, why, why do I always get confused? With along I, with? Along with, here next and, to, next to Mark Middleton. How are you, Hi, Mark? Hi, I'm, I'm really well. Good, good. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to you too. <laughs> Best Christmas ever. Best. Uh, with Brian the Unipiper Kid. How are you, Brian? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, Todd. Oh, good, good. Because we have an actual Christmas themed movie are we calling this direct direct to video video. yeah 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 video so before this is called we sing the best christmas ever now we sing is something that i wasn't super familiar with until about maybe a year or two ago when i don't know if we stumbled at first on our list of movies or we just happened to notice because i was finding a lot of vhs copies of we sing at the bins and then we somehow figured out that it was all of that stuff was shot in Portland back in the 80s and 90s when they were doing that. Hmm. Yeah, I think a couple of years ago, uh, this particular video, We Sing Best Christmas Ever, went like uh, mini viral when some YouTubers found it and were reviewing it and, and talking about how incredibly awkward it was and and uh i went down that rabbit hole and, and then somehow found out that it was uh shot in portland and then um here we are and here we are <laughs> it's it, you know ever since this this tape has kind of been a stain on our backlog uh, that, that we've been just avoiding wiping off but here we go here we are well, and I to to be fair and upfront, I mean, clearly this is not a video that is aimed at us, us no, or anyone over the age of five. Right. So there's absolutely two ways to look at this tape. And, you know, one is like for what it is for kids. And then the other is a completely cynical adult. Yes. Well, and even that was kind of difficult because... I've I have been exposed to a lot of really bad children's programming through either whether it's through stuff that I grew up with or just stuff that I find at the bins that are that are out there. And because this is so purposefully wholesome and nice, it's hard to be cynical at it. You know what I mean? It's not trying to be right. Anything more than it knows it is. And it's. I was reading this article, and I think it was in Vice of all places. Did you read that one too, Brian? I did. Okay, yeah, that kind of went in a little bit about the background of these we sing, and it was started by two stay-at-home moms here in Portland who it sounded like they wanted to teach their kids like old standards, like Jingle Bell or like whatever, mm-hmm. but there wasn't any anything doing that, so they just produced this series of children's uh, songbooks, and like I do have a VHS copy of one of these it's not this christmas one but it comes with a little booklet inside so you can read along with the music or play it yourself and it's just old yeah. standard we sing we sing standard hits the standard hits or whatever 
so you know is the and as the parent of a four-year-old i i have to appreciate what they were trying to do here because so many children's so much children's media is is not just like the standard classics that you want your kids to learn you know it, it's some proprietary thing that they yeah made so so that they can charge royalties or, or something stupid that is um, true because you can't have yeah you can't have that shared connection in between um uh-oh Lauren Bobert I mean this just in on Mark's iPad Lauren Bobert gave birth in the front seat of her truck oh now it's gone in the what? front seat of her truck it said what I don't I don't she know was, she was pregnant I, I don't know there was What's a flash up? on my screen that's how it started there was more but then the <laughs> notification went away now that oh, I see I see you're recording on Mark I'm on Mark's because I forgot my computer so I'm just using Mark's little iPad, iPad. as a screen so uh, all his notifications are coming coming in from corners of the internet and i use this Wait app called Newsbreak. Doesn't, doesn't mark have that feature where he can simulate uh news <laughs> he's just feeding me bizarro <laughs> I, news I wish, I wish i would that would be amazing uh so because yeah. didn't you do it to nick and you, I, you said like the I, president has been oh that's right I, 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 did. <laughs> I did do that once and that was an alexa uh, oh. News break uh, from right. CNN saying that okay, okay. Uh, the president's been shot and Kamala Harris is being sworn in. And then Nick calls me and he's like, did you check the news? <laughs> that was the best ever. Oh, uh, This is so much better than we sing. It really, it really is. Because that is kind of the thing. And I, and I don't know if it was this particular Christmas one that went viral or if it was a different one that went viral. But the other, I guess difficulty in in being too cynical about this is that it didn't feel like i mean it's incredibly dorky but it's not like cringy or like can you believe that it's just very gentle i guess yeah yeah it's incredibly low budget but it's got so much heart well and see i i was kind of not impressed by the budget but like they had full nicer sets green um, screen work uh, yeah with the with the flying so and yeah and again based on so much of the VHS or or other children's programming I've seen I mean this was not nearly the lowest rent or lowest effort I felt even if it wasn't completely done super well I I could tell that they put as much effort as they were able to right. time and effort and money as they were able and a, to and I a guess. three year old would like it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. totally. And that's what in that one article they kept saying over and over. And they're like, that's the only thing we care about is if kids like it. And like even one of the characters sticking out their tongue at another character, they like ran in, stop the presses or whatever. And like they made them take that part out because they didn't want children replicating being sassy, being sassy or whatever. So it is kind of nice in this cynical world when things are just nice i guess and they're not they're not trying that all that being said i guess this is not terribly interesting (laughs) (laughs) it was not as interesting as as i was hoping it was going to be yeah so it's an hour long and we didn't watch it all like we we skipped through (laughs) you really feel that hour too (laughs) it's it's a long hour there's a lot of songs yes the pacing i mean it's a long hour but that is the the, the, it it jumps from song to song there's like you know one sentence of dialogue maybe between the songs yeah well Um, the other thing that i found interesting and it kind of mentioned in that article too is that the we sing property doesn't um use the same actors or same characters 
from video to video. So like looking on all of these IMDb pages, like a couple of them had done voices or whatever, but this was like the only thing that some of these actors had done, which I was kind of impressed because like, I thought they all did for what they were given to say and do. I thought all of them walked that line of it being cringy and embarrassing and, and, and not. And so they did, they did a a decent job of that. The one that the one actor that we have seen before is our good friend Russ Fast. And he was in everything. He was. And we bring it up every show and we forget every show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, maybe, it was. Maybe that's how we uh, came across this. It could be. I, I think it is. Yeah, that would make sense. We're trying to go through his whole oeuvre. So does anybody want to tackle the intricate plot? Yeah, Brian, why don't you take us through that and go slow because there's a lot to keep up with. <laughs> All right, let me see if I can get, the, let me see, let's answer, make sure we answer all of our questions we had about the plot of this. The one. who, what, when, where, whys of Best okay. Christmas Ever. So it starts at the North Pole, uh, and we're introduced to Santa's workshop where there's like, uh, what, eight different uh, elves? There's a lot. Uh, and they all have really strange names. Yes. Uh, so the ones I had read, Thuner, Dimpy, Snooter. Munchy, Poofer, and Dermy. The main character's name was Poofer. Oh, yeah. And I was watching this. I was watching this. Uh, it's on YouTube, so uh, feel free to go watch it. You and your family under the <laughs> snuggle near the Christmas tree and watch Best Christmas Ever. But I turned the auto caption on. And so during during our <laughs> podcast, I'll drop a couple wonderful little because it was all auto generated. So it's just guessing. But like it could, it kept, it, it was so funny. It kept calling Poofer, Pooper. <laughs> and so like, it's all, thanks Pooper. <laughs> and there's another time where he asks, and cause he, the Poofer, the uh, Poofer is one of the elves and he can shrink himself down to the size of a snowflake so he can ride around and he can also embiggen himself again. And he calls that poofing because at one point he goes, mind if I poof? But then on my TV, it said, mind if I poop? And I thought that was very funny. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yes, I immediately ran to Urban Dictionary when I heard uh, his name. I was like, poofer, what is it? Has okay, to be so, so. Uh, Apparently a poofer is when you... And I quote, get with a girl and engage in sexual contact. And, and right when you come, she <laughs> poofs and disappears from the face of the earth. Originated in the Northwest. Uh, originated in the, the Northwest. Northwest. That's not uh, real. I thought a poofer is what was like uh, British slang poofter. for. Poofter. A poofter. poofter yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Poofer. Yeah. And then dermy. Which sounds like some sort of skin. skin Maybe that's what I have. I have dermy right now all over my arms. Don't don't touch your dermy on (laughs) me. And snooter. And yeah, they're all very weird. Dimpy is is also a thuner. This is like the... uh... The the uh, knockoff uh, Seven Dwarves, you know. The, 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 it the really is. VHS knockoff. <laughs> I did notice that this was made in 1990. And even though it is literally the whitest thing you've ever seen, they do they did take a stab at diversity. They had yep. uh, uh, 
different characters of all backgrounds and, and abilities, which was kind of neat for 1990 to actually make an attempt to have a somewhat diverse cast. But all the activities were very, very white. So can I culturally. Just, can I just say that uh, Susie is a fucking smartass? <laughs> Susie uh-huh. needs therapy. Susie <laughs> is in trauma. Susie is responding to something hidden in her background that was not brought up. And she needs help. So there's a um, hold on. Uh, so the this uh, go ahead. So this video is uh, it starts uh, as Brian said in Santa's workshop, but then we also um, we also had the characters of a family, a mom and dad with three three kids, four kids, four two girls kids. and two boys. Um, the the youngest one, Susie, is adopted. She's Asian, and the entire time. She speaks like in rhymes and does like hand motions with the rhymes and all does this performance thing. And that's the only way she speaks this entire time is in this like crazy rhymes and and hands. And it's like she's being overtaken by a spirit that speaks through her. And even the brother, the little brother, Jimmy, is always awestruck. Like whenever Susie finishes a little rhyming couplet, Jimmy's like, wow, Susie, how do you remember all that? It's like your sister needs, needs help. Oh, here she comes. It's beginning to look just beautiful. I love decorating the Christmas tree. <laughs> Two little Christmas trees standing all alone. Their hearts are very sad because they hadn't found a home. We don't need so Yeah, so she, and, and, and she is doing motions at this time, and that's all... The only way she knows how to speak. And so something, yeah, she is processing trauma on a level that nobody in this movie is talking about. <laughs> so I'm wondering if um, in that article, it talked about the the uh, genesis of We Sing and it was yeah. originally called what, like We Sing and Hand Games or something. Oh, I didn't see that oh. part. But that would make sense that they would want to teach you because they, they said too, they specifically will make motions that they know five-year-olds or whatever are capable of following and that's kind of the benchmark for for their their song repeating their songs and so these songs are kind of original but kind of not or were all of them like they have a mix they'll sing like to the tune of jingle bells but then like change a word or were some of them were some of them original songs do we know uh, here it is. Uh, it was originally called We Sing Children's Songs and Finger Plays. Oh, finger plays, huh? <laughs> oh, finger it's plays. like finger puppets, maybe? Oh, I mean, maybe like, it's, it, the, there's a whole, Because she does, you know, yeah, when, when Melanie oh, like playing with does, your, doing no, a play with your fingers. The, the, here's the, the church and here's the right, steeple. Right, it's like right, that yeah. sort of thing. She does that with the family. Yeah. That's the only one I ever knew, but she pulls out like five of them in this one <laughs> video. Does. So like, where is she chimney, learning this? Top, open it up and stand up or <laughs> So Melanie Chang is the uh, the actress who plays yes. little Susie, who's like set maybe six or seven or eight in this, right? And so ten years, uh, actually eleven years later, in two thousand one, she is the star of a video called "Zone In on Personal Power" oh. with uh, from writer and director Sandra Peabody. 
there's a Reddit thread of another person looking for the video. Nobody has has any record of this. It, it's it's in IMDb and it's in it's a couple other places, media. but we can't find the actual footage. Ooh, I'll have to keep my video. eyes out in the bins. Because yeah. yeah, I'm right, a, Todd. She also that actress. What movie was it that she? Uh, oh, the Joy, Joy Luck Club. Yeah, the Joy Luck Club. She had a, a little part in, but I did find it interesting that none. Of, like I thought the boy who played Jimmy, who was the youngest son. I thought he did great. Like I thought all the actors did a, a really decent job and was kind of surprised when some of them had no, it was a whole, like, where did they whole come from? Retelling of the night before Christmas. And yeah. Whole bunch of yeah. Stuff. Anyway, back to the plot. So back to the plot. There's, um, so Poofer, <laughs> Poofer has to go find Santa. Oh no, because there's an old elf named Gusty. And Gusty is having problems. He's hitting his thumb with the hammer and he can't do this. And it's all a big thing. And and like, so all of the elves, the rest of the elves are trying to figure out what Gusty's problem is. And so they want to go send for Santa. And that's making them behind on their, on their making up Christmas toys. And it's already December 20th. They, they only have four nights left before the big night. Right. And this movie has one of those tropes in all Christmas movies where you visit Santa's um, workshop and it's all like a wooden car and it's it's like toys. Nobody ever wants even (laughs) like, even when that was the only toy available, like it's all of that stuff. And it's so great because later when um, spoilers later, when the family shows up at Santa's workshop and they're like, you know, overtaken with wonder or whatever, the mom and dad continue to get like amazed by the most trivial things, like so much so that I think there's problems with them as well. <laughs> like where, so they come in, they, they apparate into Santa's workshop after riding a snowflake and the dad goes a train set. And the mom goes a doll. And they like go running toward it. And then later the dad goes, what a great pair of stilts. And then the mom goes, it's an even better doll. And it's like, what? Something is wrong with these people. It's upsetting. I did have one question with the parents. At the very end, uh, Santa is handing out presents and he gives the dad something. And he says, uh, you better keep this away from uh, Susie's doll. Yeah. What did he give? dad so earlier when santa was kind of like low showing off his workshop to the different people he was showing the dad and santa goes didn't you ask me for a football and the dad was like oh that was a long time ago and santa's like well whatever happened to that he's like oh my neighbor's dog ate it and then so it didn't look like i don't know how they get something to not look like a football because that is a very (laughs) a very specific shape it was like a a rum cake i know it looked like a ham or something (laughs) but then i figured out he gave him a football and then said like be care of the beware of the dog or whatever something like that was the the wrap-up to that one oh it wasn't keep it away from Susie's doll it was keep it away from Susie's dog yes Uh. (laughs) um Let's see. So, so then a group of carolers come to, let's, I don't know what their last name is. We'll call them the Smiths, this family. The two it, was the Smiths, it was the Smiths, actually. It was the Smiths. 
of course Mr. it was. Everyone is Johnny and Susie and Will and like the most <laughs> basic names. So carolers show up to their house and of course everybody is delighted. Oh wait, let me interject. Uh, yeah. I did notice that I think the reason they chose some of those names is because uh, it fit in with some of the Christmas songs like, uh, what is it, Up on the Housetop or Here Comes Santa Claus. One of them, it talks about the gifts that each kid is getting. Oh. The real lyrics of the song. And like Susie is a character in the song and Billy is a character in the song. And, the, and so they named, and so when they sang the song, it was like they were actually, you know, <laughs> singing it to Santa and stuff. Man, this is working on all sorts of levels I, I wasn't getting sorry i mean when i'm, I'm reaching for content here. We have an hour to <laughs> this this so the smiths are gearing up for christmas they are like um decorating their tree and the way it's portrayed is like how every grandparent tries to convince you things really were like one day like everyone is super enthused and in a great mood and loving and they're dancing around the house and then the carolers show up and the carolers all come in and every single one of these teenage carolers cannot wait to decorate a christmas tree like they are like you cannot stop them from jumping in and just like being overjoyed and i'm like what do they do this at every house what (laughs) have you guys ever caroled done christmas caroling oh yeah okay i've done it once and i had mixed feelings it's kind of like the karaoke thing of if we can get the songs down to like a tight 30 seconds, 40 seconds, you can get the main gist out, but then you 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 alleviate that part where everybody stands there for like four minutes awkwardly staring at themselves. It was a main, you, mainstay of uh, young adults church groups. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah. I also did one with the church yeah. group. In college, we used to go Grinching, which is where <laughs> we just get shit-faced and then try to go caroling and just become a nuisance. <laughs> awesome uh let's see they so yes the carolers come in but as the carolers open the door there's a blizzard outside and because poofer is riding his magic snowflake to go fetch santa poofer right there that is like the sentence of the show (laughs) You probably did not ever expect you'd be uttering those words together. <laughs> it's the first and only time that sentence has ever been said. Uh, Poofer blows in on his magic snowflake and lands on the tree, but he's all tiny, so they can't see him. They just see that, like, this snowflakey ornament, I guess, has come in, but everybody's having too much fun enjoying this this magical holiday. Um Poofer, I'm not sure who plays him. I forgot to look at or remember his name, but he looks both like Harry Anderson from Night Court and also Stuart from the old Mad TV sketches. The, look what I can oh, do. Oh, yeah, totally. He totally <laughs> looks like that guy, which is making me laugh. Well, that was funny. He, yeah, he's like the main actor in this thing. And it's the, this is another, he's, this is his only credit. Yeah, only which is ever done. so weird. And like I said, he wasn't, he wasn't bad. And he wasn't, his role, which is kind of the childlike elf trope that we see a lot, even that was fairly restrained or whatever like it wasn't too child's voice or too uh, this or yeah. that it was it was a decent balance his name is r d <laughs> so it's r period d e e is his last name <laughs> r d he must R-D. be so sick of like the filling out forms thing where like d what and like having to walk <laughs> everyone through that? that yeah 
RDD2. <laughs> um, I, speaking of uh, Mad TV, like just watching this thing, really, it almost felt like an SNL parody of a children's show. It absolutely. Just how over the top the acting was. Like when Gusty would hit his thumb and yeah. he'd be like, oh, gumbledy dumb. <laughs> he did have a lot of great it's- old man words. Liberty flop. And then so all the all of the carolers come in and they start decorating the Christmas tree and one person sits out down at the piano and hands um hands someone a recorder like a flute and one of the recorders like child recorders. Oh no no, the kid pulls it out of his own like jacket or whatever and right. the other kid goes, "Nice recorder, Chris." <laughs> Which made me laugh because they were acting like the recorder was so cool. So so awesome. Great. Nice recorder, Chris. And then they sing. See, in this song, I'd never heard before the Christmas day. We'll soon be here. So I don't know if that's a real song or if that's a song that they've created. But I guess if their whole brand is keeping classics alive, then these must be just public domain. Probably. I mean, there was a handful of originals in there for sure. Okay. So yeah, maybe that, which I didn't, I didn't think were too bad either. Um, this is, <laughs> do you mind if I poop? Said my <laughs> closed captioning. So the carolers leave. They suddenly have to go home or they're tired or whatever. And so the fam, the Smiths are back in their house and doing some wonderful like watermelon, watermelon chat to each other where like the kids are like, we'll go off over here. And the mom said, can you give me a hand with these cups? to the dad because they were like clearing the table or whatever. And then they hear Poofer who is still very tiny down by the Christmas tree. And so they finally figure out that Poofer is down there and Poofer asks if he could poof to get big again. And so Poofer gets big and spells out the whole dilemma. Oh no. Yeah. Spells out the whole dilemma. And so we have this family and a tiny man appears under their Christmas tree who then grows to normal human size in front of their eyes. Everyone's super cool with it. Like no questions, no fear what's going on. My reality is breaking. So I couldn't figure out if in the Smith's day-to-day Smith life, like they're living in whatever they're doing in their reality. Does Santa exist? Of course. Because they're very unsurprised at a lot of things, including the existence of Santa Claus. What would be the alternative, Todd? (laughs) Are you suggesting... (laughs) Reality? (laughs) Are you suggesting that Santa doesn't exist? Santa does not exist. I just thought it was very funny that like, they're witnessing things like this person growing big, and then all of them are shrunk down so they can ride on the magical snowflake back to Santa's. And then they get to Santa and they're, they're not amazed by any of this, but when they get into Santa's workshop and he sees a great pair of stilts, like that's what he, like he can't wrap his head around are these stilts and building blocks, which he also says it's building blocks. It's like <laughs> someone check on dad. He's not doing okay. <clears throat> Mark, do you have the ability to play clips? Yep. Should we listen to a song or so? Uh, yeah, okay. Well, know. yeah. What did, what did you have in mind? 
Well, I talking about the recorder, it made me remember <laughs> uh, right before they went off and played the recorder, how that scene started. Um, so if you go to like 1542-ish, um, the one kid like says to the other in like the most Napoleon Dynamite voice, <laughs> you want to go play Deck the Halls? <laughs> <laughs> and it really made me laugh. <laughs> Yeah. You want to go play deck balls? <laughs> what? What did that just say? Are you are you still on that Alexa channel? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the way that girl said with marshmallows yeah. was a slightly terrifying. Let's see if I can get this a little bit louder. Yeah. You want to go play deck balls? <laughs> oh, he, he's saying want to go play deck the halls. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. does we'll really go play sound deck like deck the halls. <laughs> Come on, let's go. <laughs> I want to hear nice recorder, Chris. That should be coming as they sit down. Nice recorder, Chris. <laughs> oh, that is so funny to me for some reason. He's... Nice recorder, Chris. It's like he just pulled out like the Star Wars X-Wing fighter that he got for Christmas. Um, yeah, so they sing, they sing a little... S- no, they don't sing a little song. No, the poofer, he gets big. And so that is handled well by everyone. Like, no questions. We're all on board. But they don't believe that he works for Santa or that he's magic or something until he turns to the angels that are on the hearth. And then the angels sing a song. And then he makes those bells with the terrifying faces on no, them. No, don't. I, I don't know. <laughs> don't make me remember the bells. <laughs> Jesus. I felt like uh, Nick Cage in, in uh, uh, Weir Man. It was, it was in the bees. Not, not, not the bells. Not the bells. Not the bells. Yeah, the faces on those bells were were low-grade terrifying. But Poofer had to like make them sing in order for them to be like, I guess it I guess you're telling the truth. And again, I was trying to find like what, where the reality what level of magic they believe in. <laughs> right. It's okay for someone to grow from six inches big to six feet tall, but you still have a hard time believing that he works for Santa, even though you also believe in Santa. Right. Um, and then he makes those uh, those angel figurines sing the same way. Yep, Christmas bells are ringing. They sang. <sighs> um, I. <laughs> those are the bells. <laughs> Having a great time. Those bells. I did like. I I did like. They sang a lot of the songs in rounds. I guess they used to call it like where you start it. And then you start singing it yeah. again and it all yeah. flows together or whatever, which is something I really miss from growing up. I, I miss yeah. a good round singing. <laughs> One of the things I tried as the opening sound for this show was taking the um, Christmas day. We'll soon be here. And now it's not too late. And like I layered like 15 of them on top of each other with like, but not all at the same point. So they were just all singing at a different point and it didn't, it drove me mad, but it did not work <laughs> like I was hoping it would work. <laughs> But singing rounds, good times. Um, yeah, they don't believe the story. I did like, there was a moment I genuinely like where Poofer uh, uh, explains the story that Gusty, this is so absurd, Gusty can't work, and, and but they can't figure it out. He's clumsy or he's something. And then Jimmy, the youngest kid, goes, I remember when I was clumsy and I worked real hard and now I'm not clumsy anymore. Maybe we can help. <laughs> 
And so they all agreed to get, um, oh, first Poofer wants to just like, just take the kids back with them. He's like, and I'll take your kids to the North Pole and parents, you'll stay here. <laughs> and the dad, thankfully, even though it was barely out of the 80s, <laughs> showed some parental responsibility and didn't send their child off with a stranger. Um, but they're all getting ready to, to ride the snowflake and they get all shrunken and, and Poofer goes, we can't forget our helmets. And they said, well, we don't have helmets. And he takes some ornaments off the Christmas tree and like makes them into little helmets. So each of them had a little ornament helmet. <laughs> I thought that was a fun little touch. Uh, everybody grab a Christmas ball. He said when they made their helmets. <laughs> Um, did, did anyone else notice the uh, transitions uh, and how abrupt they were sometimes? No. What do you mean? Oh, when they would like go from scene to scene, it's like the music would be fading out and then they abruptly <laughs> cut to the next scene before the music had finished fading out. I didn't notice that. I did uh, notice this has the longest opening credit sequence in the history of movies. Which is just, oh my gosh. It, uh, and then Poofer's just laughing over it. maniacally yeah. For like three minutes. Yeah. He's riding his snowflake thing and they're like, there'll be one name that pops up and then he'll fly back in the frame and do that. He woo. That, that's all. That was almost as annoying as Dr. Giggles. <laughs> speaking of Dr. Giggles, oh, we'd already talked about Russ Fast. Russ I was like, Fast. speaking of uh, Dr. Giggles, <laughs> it all comes back to Russ Fast. Um, let's see. The elves are singing. In- oh, so they, they all get on the magic snowflake and they all uh, come to Santa's workshop and they, they walk in while the rest of the elves are singing some sort of song and dance number. They're like jumping around and it's like a whole production. They're singing right to the audience, the camera. And I'm thinking about these people who are walking in on them. And from their point of view, like all of these people are singing directly at a wall because that's where the other wall would be. It's like they weren't singing all around the workshop to each other. They were just like full on facing what would be a wall in their reality, which I found um, amusing. And this is where, so for the closed captionings, a lot of it, like when it did go to music, it would just say music or whatever, when I like couldn't figure out, but it kept, there was a part of one of the songs where all of the elves were announcing their names, which was impossible to make out. Like I couldn't figure out anything that they were saying and poor closed captioning was giving them names like (laughs) Gusty and Hoofer and Snower and Monkey and Lunar. (laughs) Cause it was trying to figure out, I mean, to its credit, like Uh, (laughs) who's named Thuner anyway, like that can't be. And and, and those were the reindeer in the dollar store (laughs) Christmas story. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And then it, at one point I forget, it must've been a snot. It must've been part of a song. Um, or maybe something that Susie was saying, but it was supposed to be, um, nibble, nibble something, but it came out as he ate the snowman's nose, nipple, nipple lunch. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess I am recommending watching this movie on with close captioning on. (laughs) I think those are the words that you say to uh, bring the evil snowman alive. Kind of like Beetlejuice. It's <laughs> a nipple nipple lunch three times in a row and snooter comes out of the ether. <laughs> Poofer. <laughs> Mind if I poof? Mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice recorder, Charlie. <laughs> Don't forget your tinsel. 
hey where do you keep that recorder <laughs> bend over and i'll show you <laughs> Uh, so you the whole go deck the hall. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look that one up on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I definitely don't want to know what a snooter is on, on Urban Dictionary. Uh, so the Smiths get to uh, Santa's workshop and they're introduced to Gusty, who is still having problems uh, getting his work done. And they try a couple different things and he gets frustrated and they finally decide that maybe um, uh, he, <laughs> he can't see. Sorry, I just reading an urban dictionary. <laughs> oh no, what does it say? This is like the dirtiest podcast we've ever done. <laughs> We're going to have to yeah, have a, put a, a parental parent warning on a Christmas episode. We normally don't curse, but in the spirit of the holiday seasons, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and our only Jack- children's movie. <laughs> The poor horrified makers of We Sing, whose whole his entire thing is to be wholesome and have nothing negative. Uh, part of me was worried that I was going to hop on here and Mark had like uh, gotten the creators of We Sing to be a surprise guest. Hi, here's Mark. Please, please welcome Barbara and Susan. And, and then we really have nothing to say. <laughs> surprise uh, oh my god okay uh deck the halls <clears throat> verb when one performs sex with another partner oh during the christmas season usually occurring near a christmas tree while both partners have lights <laughs> and ornaments hanging on them as if they are christmas trees nice <laughs> i it's got to be somebody's game to like just think of entries for urban dictionary oh, yeah. just for fun <laughs> oh absolutely i would imagine oh my gosh it's so uh so guster I, at first i thought gusty who was much older than the rest of the elves the rest of the elves are maybe in their 30s maybe 20s or 30s or what they're sort of middle agey but gusty is a bit older i would say he's in his late 50s and at first i thought because they were all crowding around them they're like what's wrong with you and i'm like are they just age shaming gusty who is shackled to this life of servitude in Santa's workshop his entire life. And he looked like Captain Kangaroo. That's what he wrote down. I saw this guy looks exactly like Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> That's funny. Gusty looks like Captain Kangaroo and Gusty is struggling. I wrote. And so I thought, yeah, I thought they were age shaming him, but it turns out he just needs glasses. And so they summon Dermy, which has to be the worst name for a whimsical character, Dermy, they <laughs> summon him and he is some sort of, he's an elf still, but he wasn't helping build the toys. He was somehow summoned, which I didn't quite understand or, or where he came from, but he shows up with like a, a briefcase full of glasses, like eyeglasses. And he also repeats every single one of his lines twice. So, I mean, no offense, I've, I've been praising the acting of this, and this, of course, is the famed Russ Fast. I did not care for the for the choice, the acting choices he was making. Oh, that was him? Yeah. Yep, that's him. Dermy, Russ Fast. And, like, ever I was telling Mark beforehand, like, he didn't look familiar to me, but he never does. <laughs> he has no IMDb picture, and we never know what he looks like until after we see the credits. But yeah, I couldn't I couldn't figure out why he was repeating all of his lines twice. Was there a reason? 
No. <laughs> was there a reason? I'll have to repeat everything twice now too. <laughs> but I thought maybe I'd miss. I, I I thought I maybe missed something on the second viewing. I, I there didn't seem to be any sort of explanation, and I didn't know if that was like wait folklore. Did you of, just say the second viewing? Oh, huh. <laughs> No, no, I was serious. Like you watched this. Oh, movie I did. Once. I did. Well, I, I, I tried watching it all through once and I made it 40 minutes in and then waited like a week and a half and watched the last 10 minutes. And then yesterday I watched it on immediately. Like started. Two, I started it right again. I watched it on two speed, which wasn't so bad. Two times speed. Oh, geez. That song where they like run through their character names yes. really fast. It was speed. impossible to keep it. To <laughs> we should. I wonder where that song is. That would be. It was. It was very right near at, the beginning. Right at the beginning. Yeah. Should we try to find that? Yeah. We uh, should. Yeah. We should highlight some of the musicals since this is the reason of existence for this. It's the reason for the season. For the season. <laughs> Do you guys remember that song that we watched? I think maybe it was last year. Christmas in the Northwest. Yes. Christmas in the Northwest. Sarah Dillon's favorite song. Trying, trying, nothing goes right. Oh, there's Gusty. You figure it out, Gusty. You used to be faster than all of us. Yeah, that's when I thought they were like walking it up to like, it's time to retire, Gusty. You're not as spry as you used to be. And they're like, they take him out back with a reindeer and sh- shoot him behind the barn. <laughs> <laughs> Wish you a Merry Christmas. They sing it twice, but yeah, I don't remember that's... where the middle one was. This, so they, we sing as a total has sold sixty-five million dollars worth of, or sixty-five million units. I don't. Oh. Either one of them is impressive, but seriously, they did really well until the early '90s when everybody started jumping on the children's programming bandwagon, and Barney pretty much decimated <clears throat> everything. So the we sing was killed by Barney, which is kind of funny. If you read the comments in in the YouTube video, there's oh. a lot of nostalgic. Oh, wow. Like, oh, my gosh. I've been looking for this to show my kids. And wow. I watched this 65,000 times when yeah. I was a kid. And my mom. Yeah. So it sounds like it was bigger, even though it was made in Portland. It was bigger than just a Christmas in the Northwest. Yeah. Only Northwest kids know. We should hear a uh, poofer laughing at the beginning. Credits. <laughs> There we go. Your Working, tapping, as you work up on your show. So that is, oh, a, man. that is a good representation of, of much of the songs, which I guess, again, depending on your age, must be delightful. Um, <laughs> so Santa does bring aside the mom and dad at, at Santa's workshop, and that's when dad gets all excited over the stilts and building blocks. And then he pulls aside the oldest brother, Will, because he says, well, I know what to get your brothers and sisters, but I don't know what to get you. Uh-oh, this just in. A ghastly crisis in Portland's old town, Chinatown. Ghastly? I, I so, guess. Okay. I don't know. The so message has disappeared. So that app is, is called Newsbreak, and it's just a feed of everybody's news. Okay. Condensed for just Portland related stuff. Okay. Well, and it's usually. This just said Laura Bobert. Laura Bobert in old Chinatown giving birth to a child in a car. Those were the two stories that have come through so far. Awesome. Um, 
<laughs> I derailed myself. Oh, and so Santa pulls Will aside and says, well, I don't know what to get for you. And Will says, well, whatever you want. I like surprises. And that's like oh. after Santa's like, don't tell your mom and dad about this conversation. Well, there was this weird <laughs> song. I know what your brother and sisters want for oh, Christmas, yeah. but I haven't heard from you yet. Oh, me? Oh, well, they sing. Hmm, I don't know. And then he launches into a song. And Santa's voice Don't is so weird when it comes out. It is. What I'm going to say. Christmas Eve will soon be here. Now you dear old man. Whisper what you'll bring to me. Tell me if you can. When the clock <laughs> is striking twelve. When you're fast asleep. <laughs> down the chimney with my pack. Softly I will creep. All the stockings you will find. <laughs> hanging in a row. Mine will be the shortest one you'll be sure to know wow out of context that is so weird and his voice i don't know if they dubbed in someone else but i was a little taken aback when that voice came out of santa it was very funny um what's up with santa's singing voice i'm just looking down at my notes um yeah and then that's when will says i like surprises because he won't tell santa what he wants or whatever so Susie goes off on another memorized thing and, and the youngest brother, Jimmy, once again says, Susie, how can you remember all of that stuff? <laughs> um, so then they, they uh, Dusty or no, Gusty gets his glasses. So everything's back on schedule. The Smiths go back to their home so that the elves can finish working. There's a little montage we need a montage in this movie of them um, passing the four days before Christmas of them putting their advent calendar felt thing up on their wall. They're wondering, is Santa going to make it in time? And then the youngest kid, Jimmy, it's the, it's the night before Christmas. And they're discussing whether or not Santa's going to make it. And, and Jimmy says, well, I'm going to, I'm going to sleep out in the, in the living room so I can catch Santa. And like from out of frame, just, pulls out a sleeping bag and then like his brother who's across the room says, I'm going to do the same thing. And like goes to a bookshelf and pulls out a sleeping bag. <laughs> and then mom and dad are like, we're not going to let you do that without us. And like, they pull out sleeping bags. I'm like, where are all these sleeping bags? You're in the they're living prepared. room and they're all in different spots in the living room. But doesn't Melanie. Smell that chick. Look around the room and then he crept. Right past the beds where the children slept. Laid all the presents. So she does a little preamble uh, right before before that. That's also terrible. Ugh. And then, uh, yeah, they they all get out there. Uh, they're sleeping bags. Santa Claus is coming. Oh. That. I mean. <laughs> I want to hear Christmas time. Christmas Day, we'll, we'll see. we go to 1645. Yeah, so then they all, the whole family falls asleep in the living room. Twas the night before Christmas. Yeah. You want to go play that ball? <laughs> there's that. There's that part again. Oh, 1645. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I went to. You just wanted to hear the recorder kid again. Yes. Nice recorder, Chris. Look out! Oh, this isn't. This isn't the song. No. This isn't the Christmas day we'll soon be here. I know and love. Um. Anyway, who well, sings it? I don't know. Do the the, all of them, it? I think. The ensemble. Angel can't sing with a broken wing. But they're not the singing kind. They are now. 
I know it's right before it's right before the Ten Little Angels song, so it's a little bit before that. That was the angel chorus singing Ten Little Angels. And each one of them has their own motion. Like some of them are ringing a tambourine and a bell. And there's one that just looks like he's beating it's very its crotch. small world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so then let's see. The family's asleep. And lo and behold, Santa does show up and comes in, puts presents under the, under the tree. One of the kids wakes up and says, Santa, pooper, according to my... <laughs> According to my closed caption. And so they all wake up and they're all happy Santa's there. And then Santa leaves and they all start to want to open their presents. But isn't it like two in the morning? <laughs> like It just seemed like a very weird time to be like, I guess we're opening them now. Santa! Pooper! <laughs> Gus! Pooper! You're here! Hey! Kids will have toys for Christmas! Wolfer and Gusty, what are you doing here? Well, we got the sleigh loaded a bit late, so Santa asked us to come along to help make things go faster. <laughs> Thanks, Gusty. Uh, then, let's see, the, the youngest child, Jimmy, peers out the window, and he recite, recites all of The Night Before Christmas, as he's staring out this window. And I wondered if we were getting a little mini arc for Jimmy, because every time Susie has done one of her memorized things with hand motions, he's always been like, how do you remember all that? And then at the end, he's... The night before Christmas, no. and all through the house, <laughs> not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. I'm giving it too much credit. You're, yeah, you're reading way too <laughs> deep into that. I was like, they gave him a mini he's arc. Evolved. So I did, I did, uh, there's two really funny uh, closed captioning things on the night before Christmas. One of them was, mom and a kerchief denying my cat. (laughs) (laughs) And turns to the jerk with fingers out his nose. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Uh, And then, yeah, then everybody has a very, very Merry Christmas, I guess. Do we see the resolution or... Does we it end Santa. with him, Santa flying away and him yeah. saying, "Twas the night before Christmas out the window. Right. And then we, yeah, then we get the freeze fame of Jimmy looking out the window. And that's, that's And everyone it. had a Merry Christmas. Yes. Wow. That's the totality of. Except we, us. Except, except us. Except, <laughs> except the We audience. got coal in our stocking. I wonder where this was Film filmed. Like it just must what? have been in a warehouse somewhere that they built these. I wonder if the sets are the same from show to show or video for to video or, well, I guess there's no other Santa's I workshop. Mean, yeah. Some of the other videos look like they take place in the fantasy forest land. Interesting. Yeah. They must've just rented out some warehouse and just once they had it set up, it was easy to just stay there because after they sold, they ended up selling <clears throat> the WeSing brand to MCA universal which now owns it. And so they made, they tried to make a couple as a resurgence, but it was, of course, all the heart was gone and they tried to do it all in LA and apparently didn't work all that well. So once you take the wee sing out of Portland, the magic is gone. So what do we think of the wee? Do you think, uh, Brian, do you think your daughter Scarlett would, would be captivated by the wee sing video? 
you know, just out of sheer curi- morbid curiosity, I'm going to I'm going to show it to her and okay. see if she gets into it or yeah. if she's just like, no, this is dumb. Because <laughs> she is the target market of yeah. a four and five year old. So definitely going to try and I'll report back. <laughs> so there is uh, a crossover with a different TV show oh. that, that took a, took place in Washington uh, called Ranger Station. And so Ranger Station uh, included Ranger Charlie, this uh, lady, and um, uh, and Roscoe, which was this big puppet. And so the they review the movie and the bells and the angels come on the show and do some wait a some minute, wait, okay. There. Let well let's let's back up here. So, is this a, sh- a show contemporary to now, or is it no. like an old children's TV show? Or? It's an old t- uh, '90s TV show in Washington State. Okay, what's it called? Ranger Station. I've never heard of that. I hadn't either. And and so the um, the bells make an appearance, and they they and the angels. Um, as just clips from the movie no, or like no, no, they no. show they up they show up on <laughs> on set and so they uh, uh i mean and when we're talking about these angels on a mantle they are just dolls like they're dolls they're, they're, like that are foot high maybe exactly and they have like limited motion of their arms going up or yeah. down so angels there were Wouldn't you a cool ranger chair? Yeah, wouldn't it be speak? neat to have one of those angels at the ranger station? Oh, yeah, right here. That'd be really cool if we could do that. I oh, think he's a raccoon. Need to have a couple of angels a here. Raccoon? Raccoon Roscoe here. Raccoon. Roscoe Raccoon. Hang on tight. You ready? There we go. Roscoe. Oh, hey, that looks great, ranger She's dressed like an angel now. What you had in mind? Well, not exactly, though. I, so, I was thinking uh, maybe some of the real angels, like the ones over here by the wishing well. Those the same ones from the movie. They are, aren't they? they just and the bells are there. Oh, yeah. Oh, so the they actually have the actual props oh, then. Yeah. Okay. And they sing and, and nice do stuff. See. So are they actual puppets, do you think? They must They're be. They're actual puppets, I mean, the, yeah. the dolls clearly yeah. are just moving on their, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> oh, Nick Nick is all, already into Ranger Charlie and Roscoe. He just texted you. I, I texted him oh. trying to get, <laughs> get a detail. Wow, that's pretty crazy that they just brought the props to the show to show. <laughs> That's crazy. I wonder if those props still exist somewhere. Oh, Wouldn't that be great to have the bells from Best oh. Christmas Ever? We There's three of them. We each get one with one of those weird faces on it. They kind of reminded me of the door knockers from Labyrinth, which yeah, I think I've absolutely. noted before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just kind of big squishy, squishy bell faces, I guess. <laughs> uh, any any last thoughts? Do we recommend people going to watch this on YouTube? It is it's if free, you're three, of course. If you're three or four. <laughs> I'm glad all the three-year-olds listening has made it made it through all the filthy other things that we've talked about to go watch a, a yeah. show aimed yeah, at them. You, you probably age out of this at like six. Yeah, this is this is one of those kinds of programs where there's a real stark line because there is, I mean, nothing. It's not it's not one of those things where it kind of winks at the older audience, you know, no, people in the there's audience. There's no double entendres. There's no, no nothing. Yeah. Well, there are, but only <laughs> only filthy perverts like us. <laughs> Santa's coming down your chimney. <laughs> uh, well, that does it. I think I think there are nine total We Sing straight to video movies from what I saw. At least that was the box set that they were being sold. Um, and so, yeah, they they I appreciate them because they are what they are. 
and they are very oh. deliberately what they are and and decided well, that that's what they're going to be. I don't think we ever need to watch another one. Can we, can we agree on that? Yeah. yeah, I got the I, I poked through one other one and it was <laughs> the same the same type of thing, but with different people. And it's like, yep, it is what it is. So. I mean, after after the Halloween Town marathon, I don't think I can take a, a wee sting marathon. Yes, good. We learn from our past mistakes too. Ah, uh, that's great. Well, anyone have anything to add at the end? Any nope. forward promotion? Anything? It's Christmas, so I guess so enjoy the holidays. Yes. Thanks for another great year. Yes, yes. Thank you for everyone listening. Can you uh, take us out with some uh, poofer uh, laughing in the credits? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah the, was... the, that should be an easy thing to find because it's like 20 minutes long. Oh, there was somebody in the in the credits named Mark Todd, which I thought was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> I like surprises. Oh, there's the tune to Jink. Oh. Maybe this is where the song is. Whee! Oh, <laughs> that was just the... This is the Oh, I guess. Yeah, this is it. Mm, so we wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, I, well, how did the credits go so fast? Or was that just the end? I think that was just the end, maybe. It was the opening credits. Yeah, that was the yeah. opening credits. Or the oh, they're doing. No, it was the, opening, the opening credits were what we were talking about. Oh, they're doing it. Uh, here's the songs you'll hear upcoming type ah. thing. It's like a what do they call that in theater? <laughs> Overture. Overture, thank you. So I'm glad it wasn't more of this. Cause I thought it was gonna be very irritating like that. <laughs> I'm picturing uh. him in the re- in the recording booth right now making all these noises. Alright, well Merry Christmas everyone. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We will see you again in 2022. Awesome. Bye-bye. Bye.